This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Heartsong Herbs. Heartsong Herbs is a farm and apothecary based in Athens, Georgia. They are proudly part of a growing movement of regenerative agriculture farming that prioritizes soil health to grow beyond organic. Founder Dana Nevins produces herbal tinctures and beauty care products with the vigor and potency of plants found as they grow in the wild right outside of her door. This high quality herbal medicine is available in two ounce formulas that aid in everything from immune support to anxiety relief. Find Heartsong Herbs at various Athens retailers or online at www.heartsongherbs.com. That is www.heartsongherbs.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Paper Boutique. Being part of someone's special day is getting to be part of making lasting memories. At the Paper Boutique, inspiration and passion comes from the stories and personalities of their clients. Whether it's a business party celebrating a milestone, a baby shower for someone who has waited her whole life to be called mommy, or even high school sweethearts who knew that they would be together forever, the Paper Boutique create custom invitations for any and every type of special event including holiday parties wedding invitations baby announcements and save the dates please visit their online store at gtrbusinesssystems.com slash paper boutique or follow the link in the description below again that is gtrbusinesssystems.com slash the paper boutique or follow the link in the descriptions below. What up, everybody? It's me. It's your boy, Dejan Yerby, and I'm the host of this show called the Cozy Bear Farms Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to make a simple crop plan. This is the time of year that you want to start looking at your crop plan because this is the time we're probably going to be ordering seeds, mapping out where you're going to grow stuff, prepping land. So this is the time to get on that plan. Um, this is a very simple process. It's not that hard to do. A crop plan is just basically a blueprint for how you're going to plan your growing season. And a crop plan can be something as super simple as you just write down the plant you want to grow and then the date that you're going to plant it. That can be your crop plan. So say you have four raised beds in your backyard and you want to make a crop plan. Well, you can just make a crop plan saying, okay, I want to grow kale and I want to plant it on March 15th. That's your crop plan. And you just plant kale in one of your raised beds on March 15th and you got three other raised beds and you just write in your plan. I want to grow broccoli on, um, I want to grow broccoli and plant it March 30th. Boom, March 30th. I um, want to plant cabbages 
on March 24th. Boom. Done. That's how simple a crop plan can be. But if... Uh, and it's just very easy to do, but some of the mistakes that people make when they're trying to do a crop plan is that they'll make the crop plan way too difficult for themselves. And then they'll end up straying off the plan and then everything will just fall to pieces. It's very easy to make your crop plan too difficult because some people are going to want to add the crop, the variety, the date, the price, um, where to plant it, how long it's going to take to plant, how many seeds that I get, where did I order it from, what zone is going to go in, what day is going to go in at this exact time, and all this. They, they log too much information where it just gets lost. And some people are not good at record keeping like that. And you don't really have to put that much into your crop plan to have a good, successful crop plan. But some people do. And most times, people make the mistake of just making it way too complicated and they just stray off the plan. So I'm going to give you some suggestions on how to have a successful crop plan. And these are the things that I use for my crop plan. And hopefully they can help you. So number one, the first thing you need to do when you're making a crop plan is use Excel. You can use Google Excel or you can use Microsoft Excel. You need to use Excel. The reason I say to use Excel is because you can change around the columns and do all that other fancy stuff. And if something does happen where you need to go back in, you can quickly, you can quickly, you see that I combine quickly and click, click, but you can quickly go onto Excel and click and change anything you need to change. So say I put down a variety of a crop and the seed store that I'm buying from doesn't have that variety. I can quickly go on to Excel, delete that variety name and plug in the new variety name that I want. So definitely do it on Excel. It's a lot easier. You can access Excel, Excel from your phone. If you want to carry your computer around with you all day, you can do that too. But but um i would definitely do it on excel don't try to do don't try to do the notebook thing because the notebook thing if you're writing in pen you're gonna be scribbling it's gonna just look all messy if you're doing it with pencil you're gonna have to sit there with a bunch of erasers because trust me the plan is gonna change the plan never stays the same so the plan is gonna change a lot so i suggest using excel next thing i suggest to do is again like i said using the things like categories to place out what you want to do so having a category for crops having a category for greenhouse dates having a category for whatever for me i have about five categories that i keep on my thing let me make sure yeah i have about five categories that i keep on my crop plan just to help me stay on track of everything um the categories that i suggest that you guys use that i use is one the crop so what i mean by crop is that whole list is just going to say kale broccoli cabbage corn squash all that other stuff the next category that i'm going to have next to the crop list when you're doing this on excel is i'm going to put varieties so i'm going to put the variety i'm going to put the variety of each of the Hmm. Getting messages during my during my podcast. I'm going to put the variety of each of the crops that I want. So say I have kale. If I want to grow two varieties of that kale, I'll plug that in on the variety side. And I know 
that black magic and red russian are varieties of kale just to stay track on that and just so i know what varieties that i'm buying so i'll have the kale next to that with the variety is next to that is the variety and it says black magic or red russian if i was to do um tomatoes I would have tomato in the crop side, and then next to that, I would have the different varieties of tomatoes that I want to grow. So it could be Big Beef, it could be BHN589, it could be um, Cherokee Purple. I'll just have those next to that, just to keep me on track of what seeds I'm buying and what varieties I have. Then next to that, I will put the days of maturity. So days of maturity, and I just put in DM, Days of, it's not the DM that you guys are thinking of. Days of maturity for that variety. So you have crop, you have variety. Next to the variety, I will place the days of maturity for that variety. So Black Magic takes about 60 days to grow. That's the days to maturity. Red Russian takes about 50 days to grow. That's the days of maturity. Just so I can keep track of how long it's going to take for me to grow this stuff. And I know, okay, around this time, this is when this thing should be fully done. So that's why I put the DM next to that. Next to that, I put the price of how much those seeds are going to cost me. I don't write down the name of the store that I'm getting, that I'm getting them from because I buy all my seeds from the same place. I don't buy multiple different seeds from multiple different places. For me, I find one place that I'm super comfortable with and I buy from them. And so I don't have to worry about, oh, what place that I buy these seeds from. If I do worry about that, I will make a separate notepad or a separate sheet for that information if I did buy from somewhere else. But usually I just buy from one place. So I'll put down how much I spent on these seeds and I will have that whole list all the way down for all of my crops and varieties of how much I spent on those seeds. And then at the bottom of the Excel column under price, I will do the fancy Excel thing where you can sum up the whole entire number and predict how much you will actually spend. And then I know somebody's gonna say, well, are you gonna calculate tax and shipping? You do one of those other fancy Excel sheet um, tricks and you can calculate all that stuff in so that I know if I'm staying on budget or not. And we will talk about that in the next episode. And then next to that, I will put down the number of seeds that I'm getting out of these packets. So when you're buying these seeds, we're gonna go more into this later, but when you're buying these seeds and you're trying to keep a budget, you need to make sure that the number of seeds that you're getting do match up with how much you wanna spend. So if the higher price the seed is, and the lower the amount of seeds that you're going to get, usually that means those are pretty good seeds. But if it's too much for your own budget, you need to look at it and say, hey, these seeds cost me $32 and I'm only going to get 15 seeds. So these seeds must be banging. These tomato plants, I'm just going to say tomato plants. These tomato plants must be some high yielding grade A seeds. But I really don't want to spend $32 for just 15 seeds. So I'm going to go over here to the other tomato plant where I can spend $6 and get 50 seeds. And these seeds are still good because I trust the company. And these uh, tomato plants are still good because I trust the product that they're selling me. 
But other than that, those are the categories that I will have on my crop plan. Now, I know some people are saying, but what about the dates for your crop, crop plan? Why don't you write down the dates that you're going to plant your stuff or the dates that you're going to plant or you're going to start them in your greenhouse? Those are separate logs. When you're growing stuff in your greenhouse, you need to have a separate log that says greenhouse logs. And you can make that on Excel too. And on that log, you write down what crop you're growing, what variety it is, how many trays did you make, and then you write down the date. That's a whole separate log. Then when it comes to when you plant the stuff outside, that's another log that you will call a planting log. That planting log is there for you to write down the variety of whatever you're planting along with the crop name, the day that you planted it, the days of maturity, and with zone or area that you put it in. That's a whole separate log because a lot of the crops that you're going to grow, you're not finna plant them just all in one date. So for example, squash. Squash, you want a succession, so you're not finna write down in your crop plant every single time that you planted squash plants. That's a whole separate log and a whole separate record keeping that you want to do. And most people don't even do that. Once they plant it in the ground and they got an idea of, oh, it'll be here. So say I plant something in March. Say I plant kale in March. In my mind, okay, I planted this in March. It'll be ready around May. That's how some people usually do it sometimes. If you don't want to keep that type of record keeping. But if you do, those are all separate logs. That all can go with your crop plan. But I'm just telling you, those are separate logs. Don't involve that in your crop plan because it's going to get too jumbled up. But this is a very simple crop plan that you can use to help you keep track of what did you order and what are you planning on growing. And it also helps you keep track on the budget so you don't go over budget. And it also helps you say, hey, okay, I'm ordering this many seeds. So that means I only have enough to really do this much of this plant. So for example, if you do buy the 15 seeds of tomato plants and then you have to think, okay, I'm buying 15, maybe only 10 of those seeds actually make it. So I'm only going to have 10 plants that can help you along with that. So then you know, okay, I got 10 plants to plant out there in my garden or in my farm. Where am I going to put them so that they, that they can benefit the most out of that's how that can lead to that. So hopefully that got that helped you guys. Again, my categories are crops, the varieties, days of maturity, DM, the price and the number of seeds. That's how I do it. And that's how I stay on top of all my stuff. Uh, if you go on my Instagram, I did do a video really quick going through another form of a basic crop plan that might be able to help you guys too in the future. So go on there and look on the IGTV thing. It should be under the cozy. It should be under the cozy lessons. So if you're not on my Instagram, please go follow my Instagram because I am planning on doing more cozy lessons in the future. And those are just quick videos of just stuff that will happen in my farm that I will show you guys how to deal with it. And that is that moment and you'll get a visual aid. But other than that, thank you guys for listening to the show. Hit that like and subscribe button. If you want to donate to the production of this show, hit that donate link in the description of this podcast. But other than that, thank you guys for listening. Cozy is out.